by self-assessment and doing something like this personal and professional satisfaction score every day, every week, every month, think about over time what that's going to do. That's going to develop your habits, your skills, some of the ideas that you keep thinking about over and over and over when we finally decide to write them down because we know they're going to make a big impact in our lives. That is life-changing. This is Lead with Culture. I'm Kate Volman, and on this episode, we're talking about work-life satisfaction. We're going to hear from Matthew Kelly a little bit about this idea of, well, some people call it work-life balance, but he wrote a book called Off Balance, basically talking about how work-life balance is a myth. Work is part of our life. And so he says, we actually don't want balance. What we want is satisfaction. We want work-life satisfaction. We want to feel satisfied. And there's a portion in the book when he was talking about how there are times in our lives when we're working really, really hard, right? Some might say that our work-life balance is off, but after we're finished with a big project or something that you're working on that is taking up a lot of your time, how do you feel when you're done? Like you probably feel really satisfied that you were able to create whatever it is that you created in your business, in your life. And then there's times where we can disconnect completely fully and you're on vacation with your family and that is a, a very important time. And so you've disconnected and that's maybe not work-life balance either, right? Like it's, those are the extremes, but you feel deeply satisfied. When we get to that place in quote-unquote work-life balance where we can feel satisfied in both of those areas, that is a beautiful place to be. But we have to understand where we are right now in order to get to that place. And so let's hear what Matthew has to say about how to have better work-life satisfaction and how to figure out where you might be today so that you can enrich your life tomorrow. Satisfaction is a beautiful thing, but so is dissatisfaction if we pay attention to it because it will lead us to greater satisfaction. How satisfied are you with your personal life? Give yourself a score between one and 10 in your mind. Now let's look at your professional life. How satisfied are you with your professional life? Give yourself a score between one and 10. Now add the two scores together and divide by two and that is your satisfaction score. If you gave yourself a score of seven for personal satisfaction and five for professional satisfaction, your overall satisfaction score is six. Get yourself a notebook and give yourself a score once a week for personal satisfaction, professional satisfaction, and overall satisfaction. What will happen? First, you'll become more satisfied in both areas of your life. Just measuring your satisfaction will drive greater intentionality and that will give birth to greater satisfaction. The other thing that will happen is you'll be aware when your satisfaction begins to drop and you will know what is causing it. We all want to live deeply satisfying lives. The first step is to measure our current satisfaction. The second step is to do things that drive greater satisfaction in our lives. The third step is to be aware of when dissatisfaction is creeping into your life so that you can address it quickly rather than letting it fester. What's your satisfaction score? Don't you just love how Matthew takes these big ideas and he simplifies them for us? <laughs> this is a big topic. Work-life balance is a big topic and everyone has their opinions on it. 
But I love that he provides this very simple exercise, something that we can do every day to make sure that we're pushing forward and living a fulfilling life. And when he talks about this first step is this self-assessment piece, right? Giving ourselves that score of one to 10. That is important for all areas of our lives, right? We can't improve until we know where we are today. What's the baseline? And that's what we get to do, which is a beautiful thing. And it's something that we get to control. So you get that score and then you can decide, oh, wow, okay. I need to work on this a little bit. I need to improve on maybe your work side. You have a little less satisfaction in that area of your life. Or maybe it's the opposite. Your personal side is a little bit off balance. And so you get to see where you are on that baseline. And I love this idea of doing it every day, right? By doing this exercise on a regular basis, you can improve. You can decide what are the steps that I'm going to take today to improve my life. So I journal often and I constantly talk about journaling and how important it is. And I often recommend journaling to some of our clients because there's just something so powerful about getting our thoughts out of our head and putting them onto the page. And so Matthew talked about writing down your satisfaction score on a piece of paper. And I love this idea of keeping a journal, keeping track of those feelings. Then not only the feelings, but what happened that day? Like, why were you satisfied that day? What were some of the things and the activities that you did that day that provided that level of satisfaction? So journaling is great. Just free flow journaling, whatever pops into your head. But I know sometimes people need some prompts. They need a little bit more encouragement. It's almost like we stop ourselves from journaling because we think we have to journal the quote unquote right way when there's no right or wrong way to journal. Journaling is just journaling. It's writing, how it, whatever comes out. But I do have, in addition to my many journals, I also have this journal. It's called the Five Minute Journal. And one of the things that I really love about this journal is that every day you're filling out the same questions. And it's very short. It says the five minute journal for a reason. It really does take five minutes to fill out. And one of the areas asks the question, what would make today great? You can put three different things under that question. What would make today great? And one of the reasons why I love this and why I'm mentioning it in this conversation around work-life satisfaction and kind of self-assessment is you're supposed to do this section in the morning. When you write out what would make today great, you're giving yourself control of your day. You're saying that, or the way that I interpret it is, even if everything goes wrong that is out of my control, right? Or there's always things that show up that we have no control over. Even if those things go wrong, I. I'm still going to make it a great day if one or two or all three of these things happen. And so for me, when I write in this portion of the journal, I always try to put at least one thing that is fully, totally in my control. So for example, if what would make today great is writing, I have full control over that. If I decide, hey, today would be great if I got a little bit of writing in. That means that I can take 10 minutes out of the day, even if I only have 10 minutes, and I can do that. Now, obviously, there might be other things on your list, like if I close that big deal or if I get that job, whatever it is on your list, 
<laughs> maybe today would be great if you won the lottery, right? You don't have control over those pieces of your life, but there's so much that you have control over. So in this section, I like to write out at least one or two things that I am fully in control of because this gives us the inspiration to know that we can make our day great. And think about it, over time, if we're writing down, hey, my personal professional satisfaction, what is the score today? What is the score this week? And then we start thinking about what would make today great. And we're starting to write these things out and we, we are adding activities that are in our control. Over time, think about that work-life satisfaction score. How much is that going to go up? When we see, oh my gosh, I'm actually doing the work that I know that I want to do. I'm putting in the work, both personally and professionally, to get the results that I want to get in my life. And so this is what we get to do. So much of Matthew's work is sharing these ideas and these concepts and helping us see them in a way that we feel like they are tangible, like they are available to us. Like we have more control in our lives than we sometimes believe that we do. And by self-assessment and doing something like this personal and professional satisfaction score every day, every week, every month, think about over time what that's going to do. That's going to develop your habits, your skills, some of the ideas that you keep thinking about over and over and over when we finally decide to write them down because we know they're going to make a big impact in our lives. That is life-changing. Seems like such a small thing on a day-to-day -day basis, but those small things turn into huge life-changing experiences over time. That's why I always mention that one of my favorite quotes by Matthew Kelly is, we overestimate what we can accomplish in a year and underestimate what we can achieve in a decade. And the same is true for we overestimate what we can accomplish in a day, but underestimate what we can accomplish in a week. Overestimate what we can accomplish in a month, but underestimate what we can accomplish in a year. But we've got to be intentional about where we are and where we want to go. So take some time today to do this exercise that Matthew has laid out for us, to see how it makes you feel to see what it is that you are going to commit to doing next. What are the next right steps, those small action steps that you can take towards building a deeper, more satisfied life, both personally and professionally? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope that it inspires you to become a better version of yourself. And if you are interested in discovering what it might be like to have a coach to help you along the way, to guide you along this journey of your personal professional satisfaction, we would love to talk to you. You might need a dream manager. Everyone needs a dream manager in their life <laughs> to help create your plan to make your dreams a reality. And maybe you actually might need to spend a little bit of time just dreaming again, writing down your list of dreams, and then having a coach to hold you accountable and to help you move forward in 
some of the, the ideas that we talk about in, in these episodes. So we would love to talk to you about that. You can go to floydcoaching.com and one of our Floyd coaches will reach out to you to just have a conversation. That's it. We just want to have a conversation with you to see if it might be a good step in your personal growth journey and your leadership journey as well. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, lead with culture.